My friend is getting married and we were having a conversation and she said to me, you should be the MC at my wedding. You've always been very funny. You always make me laugh. And I think it'd be very entertaining to have you run the show. You could even put together a little comedy bit and, you know, entertain people. And I said, you know, as fun as that sounds, I just kind of want to come in and, and enjoy your day with you and just kind of be a guest. Because one time I was asked to do entertainment for a wedding and I was going to do comedy. And I didn't know how to react to normal things like, like a wedding. So I, I asked the groom, I was like, hey, dude, um, what, what do we wear? And he's like, oh, don't worry, man. It's just we're going we're gonna to have a dress casual. And I said, okay, dress casual. That's cool, man. But the way my brain works, it had dress casual and it threw a fucking comma in between it. So it was like dress casual. Got it. So there I am, I'm standing in a room full of people and I look around and I see that the guys are wearing these collared shirts with these nice shiny shoes. The women got this nice jewelry on and they're wearing elegant dresses. And here I am in my Ghostbusters pajama pants and my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles t-shirt thinking, I'm an idiot. And I'm standing there filling my face full of appetizers and one of the bridesmaids comes over and she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, what's up? She goes, oh, not much, not much. So are you like the caterer or? And I was like, what? Caterer? No, not the caterer. I'm, I'm here as a guest of the bride. I know the bride. Actually, I know the bride really well. In fact, I was the guy sleeping with her before Chummy over here came along. And not that it's any of your business, but I'm also here to win her back 80s romantic comedy style. So if you'll excuse me, I gotta get my boombox out of the trunk of my car. So some of my friends and some of my people are finding connections and they're very happy and that makes me very happy for them. And I've also found somebody that I've connected with and I haven't been with her for very long, but uh, I've known her for about four months and she hasn't left yet, so I'm doing something right. However, prior to this, I was doing the online dating thing, and the online dating thing can be a good thing, because I did meet her through online dating. She's what you call a gem. But be that as it may, to get to finding this gem, there was a lot of, uh, how do you say, train wrecks. I had to decide what dating platform I wanted to use, so I'm scrolling through Google Play, and I see Tinder. And I think to myself, Tinder? Hmm. Well, that sounds like a place where all the wholesome people go. Download. So I create my profile and I get my first suggestion. And I'm not even making this up. It was just a picture of this girl's tits. No face, nothing, just tits. And it said something like, I may not be the most stable person. I got a lot of pent up rage. I'm not somebody you'll take home to your mother because I'll end up choking her out over a game of go fish. I will, however, choke to death pleasuring you orally and I found that to be an odd choice of words considering how sketchbag this whole profile was that instead of saying sucking your dick she said orally pleasuring you anyway I assessed the situation I'm a positive person in some ways so I said okay well I don't know her name 
because she didn't post it. But she did post a handle 666x kill kittens xx7. She is goal oriented. She does have a goal. She will murder herself orally pleasuring me. Everybody's got the one way they want to go. Some people want to die in their sleep. She wants to die with a cock in her throat. The girl knows what she wants. After all that, she ended her little profile spiel with, What more could you ask? Well, can she cook? The second suggestion I got happened to be a match, and I messaged her, and I was like, Hey. And she messages me. She's like, Hey, if you were 15 pounds lighter, you'd be pretty good looking. This is how she started the conversation. A part of me wanted to say, all right, you know, it's the internet, dude, don't sweat it. You know, just politely say, okay, well, take care of yourself and let her figure out that she was being disrespectful. Just let it go, man. And another part of me was like, fuck you. So I decided that I would go the more respectful route since she was being disrespectful to me and just say, take care. And I went to go type, and my thumb, it started resisting, and I couldn't hit the keyboard, and then it started going up towards my head, and behind my ear, where my asshole switch is located. It then proceeded to turn the asshole switch from off to on. I put my hand back down to go type, and my thumb again started resisting and resisting, and eventually went back behind my ear to the asshole switch and it switched it from on to dismantle this stupid bitch. I decided to, to do a little digging, check out her profile. The first picture I saw was a picture of her in some secluded area and it was dark and it was obviously taken by her friend with a cell phone with a flash on. She had the red eye going and she's flashing the peace sign. Hashtag best summer ever. The second photo was a shot of the campfire, and on one side you had all her friends coupled up. On the other side was her alone, holding a wine cooler with her head down, looking at the fire. Hashtag na-na-na-na-na-na-na camping. The third photo was the most cliche social media photo of all time. It was her legs stretched out in front of a lake view with a wine glass just visible and at this point i wish i could comment on the photo and just be like hey sorry about your crippling depression hashtag insecurities are a bummer man after viewing her photos i went back to the chat and i was going to reply to her message of if you were 15 pounds lighter you'd be pretty good looking and i type let's be real here if i was 15 pounds lighter i wouldn't even be talking to you when reading these dating profiles from women in my area, it's always the same boring, stale, repetitive bullshit. It's always something like, I'm a strong, independent woman. I like to drink beer. I'm one with nature. I like to go hunting. I like to fish. And yes, I can bait my own hook. <laughs> That's a big thing with these girls on the dating apps in my area. I can bait my own hook. Well, good for you, sweetheart. What is with these Northern Ontario girls and the baiting their own hook? Why do they think that this is such a selling point for guys? You know, like we're sitting there and we're scrolling through and we're like, you know what? 
I really don't care if she's got morals. I don't care if she's family oriented. I don't care if she's a psychopath. I don't care if she has no criminal record or not. You know what? I don't even care if she stabbed a baby deer to death in front of its mother. I'm looking for a girl who can put a fishing hook through a worm's asshole and have it come out what's supposed to be its face. So I'm having another conversation with another one of these so-called matches. And we start talking about facial hair and then I had the beard going on. And the reason I grew a beard was because of the pandemic. We had a lot of lockdowns going on and I thought this will save on shaving cream, this will save on razors and it'll save me going out in public and I'll do my part to prevent the spread. So I says to her exactly what I just explained. And this is like three minutes into the conversation. And she says, well, I like a man who has a beard. And then there was that asshole switch again. And I said to her, well, I like a woman who lets me look the way that I want. Things got a little rough from there, you know, kind of uh, kind of trailed off at that point. But it was a no loss because in the end I met somebody great. So looking back on it, it was kind of fun to see all these quote-unquote matches that just didn't jive with me. And that's the thing about online dating is it's so staggered and it's this and that. It's like, hey, hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Oh, great, I'm just out with my friends. Oh, wow, I don't give a shit. And then the conversation ends, and it's just, or you get stuck. You get to that point where it's stuck. You hit that, that fucking stop sign, like you hit the gas, and it's like, oh, I'm out partying, hey, how's it going? Yeah, everything's good, man. Friday night's fucking amazing. You know, we got a tiger here. What, a tiger? Yeah, fuck a tiger. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, so, uh, What's your favorite color? You run out of things to talk about. And that's not real connection when you're asking 20 questions. I wasn't looking for that. I was looking for somebody that can get to know me through conversation who took the time to get to know me. When I met this girl, this gem, in our second conversation, out of the blue, she sends me this picture of herself. and She's not wearing any makeup. It's the first thing in the morning. And she's like, here's me right now. And it's like, who cares? I've only known you 10 minutes. But you just sent me a picture without makeup, not trying to impress me or nothing, just here's me. And I thought, wow, this girl's awesome. She started telling me about little things like, oh, hey, I'm just doing this. And it's like, I don't care. I'm not supposed to care. I don't know you. You don't know me. But I really liked it. It was so innocent and we connected and we met and I'm crazy about her and she still calls me up sometimes for no reason and it's the nicest thing ever I get a call from her just for her to be like how are you and I never really had that in even friendships before it made me feel really good hashtag This is awesome. To get to this point, I had to go through even scary situations with this Tinder. I got a message one night, and this girl was like, hey. I was like, hey, what's up? She's like, well, just wondering if you want to come outside. I was like, what? She 
She's like, come outside. Come meet me and my friend. And I was like, oh, man, this bitch is just playing, right? You know, she's like, she's a horror movie enthusiast, and she wants me to do whatever. So I was like, all right, I'll bite. So we go outside, and I was like, so where are you? She's like, I see you. And I was like, where are you? And she's like, I see you. So I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. So I start waving. And I go to type to her, if you can see me, what am I doing? And before I can get this message through, she messages me, stop waving at us. Chills. Just chills. I was like, I'm going to go back into the house where my pit bull with anger issues that's infected with syphilis is located. I think I'm going to load some guns. Because it was creepy. It was actually really creepy. Like, I wasn't scared or anything. I'm not a little bitch. But it was creepy that they could see me. And I didn't know who this was. I thought it was a friend. Maybe playing a trick on me or whatever. And when I got into the house, I was unmatched. And I couldn't contact this person anymore. It was weird. It was creepy. It wasn't normal. And to get to this point of connection, I had to go through the weird and creepy and not normal and almost be murdered by a psychopath whose identity is unknown. But I got there. And I hope to stay in there and make some memories. It feels right in all my life. I haven't been able to do anything right. So now I have a chance where it feels right and I can do it right. Because if I don't... I'm going to have to go back onto Tinder and either be murdered by some unknown psychopath or be charged for murder because some sketchbag choked to death on my cock.